congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. Verse 2 of Numbers chapter 14, and all the, num- uh, all the children of Israel murmured against Moses, against Aaron, and the whole congregation said them, unto them, would God that, he had, uh, that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God had, uh, we had died in this wilderness? Verse 3, and wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey. Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. In verse 5, then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the assembly of the congregation of Israel, of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jehoshaphat, um, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying, The land which we pass through to search it is an exceeding good land. And so today the sermon's really um, entitled A Prayer of Intercession. A Prayer of Intercession. Intercession is defined as the act of using your influence to make someone in authority forgive someone else or to save them from punishment. Uh, it continues to define intercession as a prayer that asks God or a God to help and cure other people. See, tonight, everyone here knows how to intercede in prayer. Everyone here has done so in the past. And it's interesting, um, I, was, I was talking to a, a, young, uh, a young adult this, this morning, and we, we had some time of prayer together. It's very easy for us to pray for those that we care about. Uh, it's very easy for us to pray and intercede for those that, that are in the trenches with us, that are struggling the same way we're struggling, that we, we can see them in ministry, they're doing the will of God in their life, and it's very easy for us to pray and intercede for them. But I'd like to bring you a thought tonight, really the intercession of prayer towards those people that hurt you. Interceding prayer to those people that despitefully use you. I'm praying for those people that, that, that might not have the same um, vision as you do, but in, in Luke chapter 6 and verse 27, we don't need to turn there, I'll read it for you, but I say unto you, which here love your enemies, do good to them which hate you. And verse 28 of Luke chapter 6 says, Bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you. In the context of the verses that we just read today, in chapter 13, um, the children of Israel, it should have been a time of enjoyment. It should have been a time of, of, um, of, of joy, knowing that God is, is somewhat fulfilling his promises that he passed, he passed on from generations to generations. It was a time for each of the tribes to have a man and for the man to go to, a, to the promised land and to be able to scout the land and say, you know what, our tribe is going to have to have this land because this land is the best one that we can see. It was supposed to be a time of joy. But in chapter 13 of the book of Numbers, we find that the Israelites came back, the, the spies came back, and we know the story. Ten were bad and two were good. And what happened after that was really an indication of the heart. And the Bible says in the end of, of chapter 13, verse, um, in verse 31, Numbers chapter 13, verse 31, but the men that went up with him said, we are not able to go against the people, for they are stronger than we. 
And they brought us up, uh, then they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto, uh, unto the children of Israel, saying, The land uh, through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof, and all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. In verse 33. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak. We know the verses. At this time, at this moment, as Moses led the people of Israel, they've just heard this report, this evil report. And now they're, they're angry, they're upset. And they're now telling Moses, you know what? We're going to make ourselves a captain and we're going to go hike back to Egypt because now it's just not the time. God's not going to fulfill this. And it's interesting as we continue on tonight is Joshua bids them come in, in verse 10 to 12 in chapter 14. Uh, but I, I'd like to just really delve into how Moses prays and intercedes in prayer for a group of people that was disgruntled, for a group of people that didn't really care about him anymore, for a group of people that desired another will of God in their life and to just retract from what they were doing for the Lord and saying, now, um, we're going to make a captain. And so here is the first point this evening, nice and quick for, t- for us tonight in verse 12. Numbers chapter 14, verse 12. This is God speaking. And I will smite them with this pestilence and disinherit them and will make of thee a greater nation and a mightier than and mightier than they. In verse 12, the first point I'd like to point out for us tonight is Moses' plea began with humility. Moses' plea began with humility. You say, how is that humble? In verse 12, it says this, God gives Moses and offers Moses a position of a a patriarch to become the father of Israel in the same way Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were, and God gave him that opportunity. You notice that there it says this in verse 12, Numbers 14, 12. And will make of thee, he was speaking to Moses, a, a, a greater nation and, a might, and mightier than they. So God gave him almost an a, a, a increase. Hey, you know what? The, these people, they're no longer useful for me. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to use you to be now the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I'll create with you a greater and mightier nation. But nowhere in the Bible do we see Moses even considering that thought. Nowhere in the Bible do we see Moses even saying, God, let me think about that. Let me pray and fast about that. No. He automatically prays for the intercession of the people. That tells me the first point is this. We need to be humble. Do you know the reason why we don't pray for people that hurt us? It's because we're in the right. We're always in the right. And sometimes, just sometimes, in order for us to be effective in our prayer, to help move and shape God's plan, we just need to humble ourselves. We know the verse is already in Scripture, and I'd like to bring it up for you. It says this in 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, and heal their land. We know the verses tonight. But the first point is, Moses began with humility. Secondly, in verse 13, 
Numbers 14, 13. And Moses said unto the Lord, Then the Egyptians shall hear it, for thou broughtest up this people in, in thy might from among them, and they will tell it to the inhabitants of this land, for they have heard that thou, Lord, uh, thou, Lord, art among this people, and that thou, Lord, art seen face to face, and that thy cloud standeth over them, and that thou goest before them by daytime a pillar in a pillar of cloud, in a cloud, and in a pillar of fire by night. Secondly, Moses appeals, Moses' plea appeals to the glory of God. They heard, it's interesting what it says there, um, the, the, the Egyptians shall hear of it. And they will tell, the Egyptians will tell the inhabitants of the land of Canaan about what you did. And it says here, Lord, art among this people, you are seen face to face, a cloud for direction and a fire for protection. And he says this in verse 15. Now if thou shalt kill all these people as one man, then the nations which have heard the fame of thee will speak, saying, because the Lord was not able to bring this people into the land which he sware unto them, therefore he hath slain them in the wilderness. Lord, please, you said you promised you promise this to this people. The Egyptians are watching. The Egyptians will tell of, of what happened in history about this, this group of people that, that, that had the Lord with them, that, that, that was seen face to face. But God, if, if, if you destroy this people as one man, so utterly destroy the whole inhabitants of Israel, you have to understand later on, there is still a punishment to Israel. But praise God for a man that interceded. And he interceded with the sense of saying, God, your promises. Remember what you promise. Thirdly, as we just spoke, um, is a plea appeal to God's promises. Simply that. Um, so, Moses' plea began with humility. He, again, pleased to God according to the glory of God. Thirdly, he pleased appealing to God's promise. And now I beseech thee, let, thy power, let the power of the Lord be great. That's in verse 17. According as thou hast spoken, saying, verse 18, the Lord is long-suffering and of great mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression, and by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Moses' reference, he referenced the same words that the Lord proclaimed to him when he met the Lord after destroying the, tab the tablets um, in, in, of the, the first two tablets of stone. In Exodus chapter 34, 6-8, and you can see the reference towards that. And he says this in verse 6 of Exodus chapter 34, And the Lord passed by, him, uh, passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquities and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. And he continues on with that same phrase that he uses in verse 18. You say, what's the whole, 
reason for that. It's simply this. God gave his word. God, you promise. God, you promise. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men all count slackness, but is long-suffering to us, we're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, and uh, the earth also, and the works that are in, therein shall be burnt up. So what's the point? The point is this. When we pray, and you're praying for someone that has done you wrong, pray for God's promise upon them. Ask God to bless their family. Ask God to to restore your relationship. Ask God to give you another chance to share the gospel. You say, why? Because God promised. You know, there's some people today that you know in your heart, that you haven't spoken to for a long time because they hurt you. But let me encourage you, church, this evening. Be an intercessor, not just for your friends or for good people. Intercede for your enemies. And next time you see him, maybe you'll be a bit different. Maybe you'll give him a little bit more grace. And lastly, and simply as we close off, Moses' plea was pardon for the people. It was selfless. Have you ever prayed that God would put coals of fire on someone else's head? You know, we, we, we know those verses. Where the guy stands up and we, we had a conversation today with a bunch of year 10 students. And the emphasis was that what if people don't like you because of what you say? And like we, we looked at him and said, if they don't like what we say, it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop us from sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, but what if they hurt you, like physically? And he, he went on to tell a story of a friend um, that, that got beaten by his parents for, for converting to Christianity. And now that friend can't go to church. This is in Australia, by the way. And he says, how about them? It doesn't, it doesn't negate from the truth. And so Moses' plea was for the people. God, I, I don't want what you said. I don't want to have a great nation under my name. I want you to pardon these people. And it's interesting, in the next verse, God does something. Um, and, and a lot of people, a lot of people argue about this, and I, I've read many discussions about this. I know a lot of commentaries that talk about this verse. But in, in Numbers chapter 14, uh, talking about the sovereignty of God and whether we can change and shift his mind. In verse 20, it says this. And the Lord said, I have pardoned according to thy word. Isn't that crazy? It's undeniable. The prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Church, you have that opportunity. And today I, I sat down and and after we finished with, with um, teaching at the public school, I, I got home and, and I was listening to um, the New South Wales um, parliamentarians. 
have an argue and a debate in regards to the amendments of the um, abortion bill. And, um, and I just began thinking, you know, God, I don't know this person, and I know what they stand for. But I ask God, give us mercy. Give New South Wales mercy, and he has. I'll tell you why. I was talking again with, a, with another man today regarding SRE or, uh, or like uh, special religious education in public schools. New South Wales is the, is the toughest in supporting that. In Victoria, there's none of that. And yeah, maybe we're going to the left here in New South Wales, but understand this. We have a great opportunity to get into schools and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's all I did today. For an hour and a half, we shared the Bible and what the Bible said about Jesus. You say, why? Because God heard the prayers of righteous men. And I'm 100% sure people that are not even independent Baptists have prayed and said, God, give us more time so that we can tell people about Jesus. And friend, we need to do that now. And as we take the time, and I know it's, it's, it's gone fast, but um, consider. Consider how Moses interceded. Uh, Moses' plea began with humility. Moses' plea appealed for God's glory. Moses' plea appealed for God's promises. And lastly, Moses' plea was for pardon of people. And that's why we're here. We're here for people. And so pray for your friends tonight, or those that make fun of you, your workmates, or those people that have despitefully used you. And ask God, God, how can I intercede for this person, even though I'll never get it back? It's okay. I still love them like you did. Amen? So let's pray, and then we'll have Brother Robert come up. Father, we thank you again just for your word. Thank you, Lord, for clear um, patterns in Scripture regarding intercession and interceding for those that might not even deserve it, Father God. And, Lord, we are in a dire strait in Australia. But we have faithful men, Lord, that are still praying for us, and faithful men, Lord, that will continue praying not just for us, but for the future to come and the generations to come. Help us to be part of that group. Help us to grow tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.